Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Yes, you heard it. That's the sound of rock cracking. Once again, you've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And when I talk about the sound of rock cracking, it could be the supply chain crashing down. That's why Biden's supply chain, it's a train wreck now. It's Biden's supply chain train, train wreck. Try to say that three times fast. But listen. We are seeing our country descend into a state of not being able to get things done that America has not known. Uh, Newt Gingrich said we hadn't seen this since the Civil War, the way the government's going against the people. And we'll pay a, play a clip from him on the Laura Ingram show in just a moment. And we, we got some clips about the supply chain. We got Janet Yellen on uh, the CBS 60 Minutes. That's not a conservative uh, talk show it's not a conservative station by any means and yet we got people in this administration thinking everything's hunky-dory and uh the transportation director pete Buttigieg, has been on a vacation and and just uh anyway where where are the grown-ups when they said oh trump's out trump got beat we're going to bring in a white house where we'll have some grown-ups oh my goodness if these are the grown-ups Please, please get rid of every one of them. Fire them all. And uh, let, let's get into it. About We'll play this clip from Newt Gingrich in just a minute. But let, before I do that, we haven't had a crypto corner. And let me just tell you, the those of you who kept up the cryptocurrency, some of you actually bought a little Bitcoin. I haven't told anybody to buy Bitcoin not to buy, I'm saying learn how to do cryptocurrency. If you need to buy $50 or $20 of Bitcoin, learn how to do that. This is a new era. And and we don't know all the cryptocurrencies out there. We don't know what they're going to be a month from now or six months from now, a year from now. Uh, I know former President Trump, he's always a little concerned. We don't need something to take over the American dollar is the world's reserve currency. But you know, right now there's a thought out there that China, of course, has banned all cryptocurrencies. They've banned Bitcoin. They've banned any Chinese citizen from owning this. And <laughs> so why is China afraid of a Bitcoin? Why is it afraid of cryptocurrency? Because they can't control it. So therefore, America, when, when China... <laughs> ban something america should say what freedom will this bring us to be able to use cryptocurrencies right now china was the leading miner of bitcoin for those who know what mining is for bitcoin 
but the United States now is taking over. It's it's becoming the biggest Bitcoin miner, and it's because China gave up its position as number one because they don't want anything to do with uh, cryptocurrencies or Bitcoin. It scares them to death because they want total control. And the United States looking at what do we need to do, what policies. I think watching China ban, totally ban all cryptocurrencies, it's making some people that weren't real happy about cryptocurrencies in America, they're starting to see, you know, if we have a lot of these cryptocurrencies, I say a lot, I'm, I'm talking about a handful, five to ten, that are pegged to the, to the American dollar, is that a bad thing that they have to have dollars because these current these certain called stable coins are pegged to it? Think about that. Even though cryptocurrencies may grow, the value of the dollar could be enhanced because so many around the world of these cryptocurrencies want to have a stable coin called a stable coin that stays ranked to a the American dollar that might even embed the American dollar even deeper into the world's economy as the world's reserve currency just a thought just telling that a little bit off uh, the subject before we get to supply chains but that is something else to think about as everyone starts looking at policies and as the Biden administration looks at taxing the heck out of Maybe we ought to support Bitcoin. Maybe we ought to support cryptocurrencies like the United States Congress did with Republicans in control of the Congress. Bill Clinton was president when they uh, said, let's protect the Internet. Let's don't tax the Internet. Let's don't put taxes on the Internet and let it thrive and grow. I wish they could think of about the same thing with cryptocurrencies. But that's probably too much to ask of this socialist government. And because, talk about socialism, let's just t play this clip from my Laura Ingram show when she had Newt, Newt Gingrich on, former Speaker of the House last week. Take a listen to what he had to say. I don't think that Democrats have really thought this through, have they? I mean, they thought these mandates... It was all going to work. They did some polling and they put the polls out there. People like the mandates. They like the mandates, Newt, until they can't get a police officer to show up or they can't get a nurse on a floor uh, if they're in an ER. Uh, so then, then the mandates don't look so good, do they? Well, look, I think it's deeper than the mandates. You have a system, the American system, which is falling apart. Uh, you have hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants. And by the way, Joe Biden doesn't do anything to apply his fancy rules and his mandates to illegal immigrants. They don't get tested. They don't get vaccinated. We don't check on them for health reasons. So somehow American citizens can be punished by their own government. But people who show up here illegally get flown around the country, get shipped around the country, get taken care of. The taxpayers are funding all of the illegal immigrants who are not required to do any of this. But there's something deeper going on. They can't unload the ships. They can't find the trucks. They can't get the economy moving. Uh, they, are cons they can't get children educated. Go down the list. Their system, this, this entire big government socialist system, is falling apart. And their answer, of course, is to use the power of the government against the American people. That's why you have the attorney general 
trying to sick the FBI on parents who go to a, to a school board meeting. I mean, we've never, not since the Civil War, have we seen this kind of intense anti-citizen behavior. And this is happening because the left knows they're a distinct minority. They know that the country is going to repudiate them. And they are desperate to enforce on you and me and everybody else their rules. And what's beginning to happen, as you just saw in Chicago, as we saw with Southwest Airlines, people are starting to figure out there are more of us than there are of these left-wing nuts. And I think you're going to see more and more resistance on every front, not just uh, in terms of the mandates. We're talking about the supply chain train wreck. So why are we talking about the mandates? Well, the government mandates coming out of the White House and Joe Biden, and they have no power to direct mandates because if they want to make a law, Congress has to make a law. And therefore, but these mandates, what they're pushing on private companies and encouraging private companies to make their own decisions to force all employees to have these um, coronavirus uh, injections. Some people don't want to do it. There have been uh, uh, side effects, and that's not been promoted in the mainstream media, the different side effects. But the fact that you're telling people you have the vaccine or you will have no job, in some places you can't shop, you can't go to restaurants. <laughs> and what is happening? There is a turning against these mandates, and there is there, the reason we have su supply chain problems. We got cargo ships, these huge ships of all the cargo coming from Asia. And there's nobody to unload the ships because there's people being fired because they won't take the injection. There's people being fired because they won't take the injection and they're truck drivers. We got military, uh, the Navy, Army. Our military is, fire, is firing soldiers. They're, they're forcing them out of the military. Think about the experience. Think about being ready war ready what if we're called into action god forbid that we have a war but think of all the experienced military men and women who said no i am not going to take that jab it has not been proven absolutely safe we don't know the long-term effect i'm not going to take it and they're being forced out in the military how long will it take to retrain these people how many people will fill in the rows? Is there, is there a shortage of recruits? I'd like to know. What new? Think about our nation being prepared. And they're firing people right and left, not just the military. Look at airlines. We saw where Southwest canceled a 1,000 flights last week. A 1,000 flights were canceled, messing up people's business trips, messing up vacations, messing up people who want to travel. And why? Oh, they said it's FAA. Well, part of the FAA problem with air traffic controllers was they fired some because they didn't want to take the injection. There's pilots and airline helpers all up and down the airlines. Everything from the engineers, the mechanics. And if you don't take the injection, you're being fired. And that's delaying flights, not only pilots, but if you don't have a mechanic to sign off on things, then the plane can't fly. There's all kind of logistical nightmares that are going on. And it's 
because of who's in the White House. It's Biden's supply chain train wreck. And that's why uh, grocery store shelves are being empty on some things. Not completely empty. The whole store's not empty. But we've never had this problem in America where we've had shelves that can't be filled, maybe for a week or two, but for months on end, we got a supply chain train wreck going on because the President of the United States has not got a clue how capitalism works. He's a socialist now. He's bought the hard left line, and he wants to push America into full-out socialism, and that's why we got a problem. That's why we were energy independent under Donald Trump, and now our president is begging OPEC. He's begging some of our uh, some enemies of America, and he's begging them bail us out, pump more oil, and get this price down. Oh my, oh my! Why did the American people vote for this guy? You know, some of them voted more than once. It seems like. Well, we won't get into that, but uh, look, go look at the Arizona results, and you can see where there's a lot of uh, a lot of suspicious, suspicious activity that went on in the voting, and they're finding it out now. But that's a time for another show. But let me just remind you: you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You listen to us right here on WebTalkRadio.net. We're glad to have you. We're glad to have. Uh, your friends and neighbors tell them about Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics. You know, you're going to hear things here that you won't hear anywhere else. And we appreciate your listening. And now I'm going to play this clip uh, right here about our uh, Secretary of Treasurer, Ms. Janet Yellen. Are higher prices here to stay? I believe it's transitory, but I don't mean to suggest that these pressures will disappear in the next month or two. This is an unprecedented shock to the global economy. It's led to a huge shift in demand away from services and toward goods. And it's created huge bottlenecks in supply chains. We have close to 100 ships that are docked outside the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach waiting to unload goods. And as Secretary Yellen is speaking, can you just can you say, would you be quiet and listen and look how Donald Trump ran the economy and then get back and we know what works? Can we just do that, Secretary Treasurer? And and yet, and the other thing, we you know, we're talking about the ships docked off uh, Los Angeles. Well, you know, they had an oil spill, an oil spill off the shores of California. And they think what did it was one of these anchors of all these ships. Usually they have a, just a handful in the port to unload and get out of the way. But they've had to drop their anchors out waiting, waiting, waiting days and even weeks because we don't have workers to unload to unload the ships and they think an anchor uh tore uh, caused the uh, oil a spill hit a pipeline underground and guess what <laughs> there's also a lot of fiber optics running in the same place under underground well under the water laying there if an anchor drops on those fiber optics boom all of a sudden amazon where you gonna get your orders? You know, think about these fiber optics going from the United States to Japan and Asia, you know, China, Vietnam, Thailand, 
Australia, New Zealand, all these places we could they could have communications cut that might take months and months to get back, and it's all because of the incredible stupidity of the people running this economy now, and they can't get their act together. Just like you heard Newt Gingrich say, and Secretary Yellen, you are yelling. You are yelling about things that make no sense when you look at the disaster that's in the White House and you are following the policy and you're wanting to pump more money in this economy just because it's woke. Well, woke's going to be broke. That's what it looks like. Go ahead, Secretary Yellen. Uh, supply chains are very stressed. We get the pandemic under control. The global economy comes back. These pressures will uh, mitigate, and I believe we'll go back to normal levels. We're being advised now to shop now for the holidays because of these supply chain issues. What's your message to consumers? Well, look, um, we have an economy that's recovering. So there may be isolated shortages of goods and services in the coming months, but there is an ample supply of goods. And I think there's no reason for consumers to panic about the absence of goods that they're going to want to acquire at Christmas. The debt limit debate was kicked down the road for two months yes. from now. Are you confident that Congress will avoid a catastrophe come December? Well, I believe it's absolutely necessary for Congress to take action to um, raise or suspend the debt limit. The debt ceiling is not about future spending and um, what we would like to see or do. It's about paying the bills that result from decisions Congress has made in the past. A failure to raise it, to pay America's bills, would shake investor and consumer confidence in the willingness of our government to meet its obligations. Could it lead to a recession? Absolutely. 50 million seniors would risk not seeing uh, their Social Security checks arrive on time. Our troops would have to worry about when or if they were going to be paid. This would result at a minimum in a downgrading of the credit rating of the United States. We would see an increase in interest rates on all forms of borrowing, on mortgages, on credit cards. Households would see their interest bills go up. Shame on you, scaring the, scaring our elderly, scaring those on Medi uh, Medicare, scaring our military, and because you want that debt ceiling to go up. Why don't you talk about the stupidity of adding $3.5 trillion to a $1.5 trillion infrastructure bill. You talk about needing a debt ceiling up. Maybe we don't need it up so high if you want to put in these idiotic socialist programs that are trying to tie America into something that they never get out of, a nosedive, a financial nosedive that we may never come back up for air. It may put us under. And Secretary Yellen, shame on you for not pointing that out. You know better. You know better. And you're threatening uh, paychecks to our elderly. And all you're wanting is to cover, <laughs> to, to cover the backside of the president's $5 trillion, which we know is going to be more than $5 trillion if it all passes. Shame on you. You have a better economic sense than that. 
say we've had enough spending let's start let's start paying down the debt how about that secretary treasurer yelling well let me turn to cbs <laughs> again no conservative uh, network by any means but let's play this clip from cbs about supply chains it, it's going to run uh, three or four minutes here but it's important to know it is affecting america where even these liberal networks uh, CNN's been covering it for the president. So many of the networks are, but you can't deny the American people are hurting because of this uh, severe supply chain train wreck. And uh, take a listen to this from uh, CBS. From Tonka trucks for Christmas, to furniture for the living room, to delays of all kinds of products from around the world, blame it on the supply chain. So what's going on here? Sounds like a question for David Pogue. We start off in here. Come on in. We're going to need a case of lemons, so let's hope that they got lemons tomorrow. Life's not giving lemons to Tony Pertessis, who owns and runs the Southport Diner in Connecticut. And not just lemons. You order Heinz, it's not here. I order Gatorade. It took weeks to get Gatorade. The waitress will come out and say, I don't know where the whipped butter is. I'll call my distributor and say, what happened to the whipped butter? They'll say, oh, we're out of stock till next week. And when he can get his hands on supplies, he pays a lot more for them. Used to buy bacon for two forty a pound. It spiked up to $6. But how are we supposed to sell bacon when it's costing us so much money? You've probably noticed something weird going on with the supply chain, too. Suddenly, you just can't buy the stuff you want. Book publishers are having trouble getting paper. Car companies can't buy computer chips. Builders are having trouble getting lumber. Container ships in port are waiting for days to be unloaded. And everybody's back to hoarding toilet paper. But here's what's strange about these shortages. There's actually a glut of goods entering the country. And chances are, whatever you're waiting for is somewhere in boxes like these. One of these containers can hold 10,000 pairs of sneakers, 200 queen-size mattresses, 70 giant flat screen TVs. So 95% of consumer goods come into the United States in these very containers. Beth Rooney is the deputy director of the Port Department of the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey. Those big container ships, how many of these are they carrying? Anywhere between nine and 16,000 of these boxes at a time. In this pile is how many? A couple hundred. She's in a perfect position to explain the first part of the supply chain crisis. As the pandemic hit various parts of the globe, factories overseas shut down. When production began to ramp up, we then saw a significant increase in cargo volume. We are all seeing about a 30% increase in our cargo activity year over year. Even better, or worse, the holidays are coming. Of course, we're also experiencing Christmas. So if the goods are not here in the port by mid-September, they're generally not on the shelves for Christmas. So is uh, Joe Biden going to play the role as the Grinch that stole Christmas? Looks very likely. It looks very likely to think we are in the last half of October. And these goods are stuck on cargo ships waiting to get unloaded. Uh, do you think they're going to make it to the store shelves in time for Christmas? Not likely. Not in great numbers. So what does that mean? 
What does that mean? Folks, I've been telling you, and you know what I'm about to say. Socialism does not work. The American DNA will not let socialism in this, this country. Socialism doesn't work, and that's what we're getting a dose of socialism from the far-left Democrats. They're no longer Democrats. Just call them the Socialist Party, like I've said before. Until the Democratic Party kicks out the Socialists, let them form their own party. Let us know who they are. We know who they are. But as long as the Democrats keep them in the party, then the Democrat is the Socialist Party. And I'm not going to have it. The American people are not going to have it. You need to straighten up. Let Joe Manchin be your leader. I mean, at least he has some kind of backbone. And I thank him for standing up, and I hope he doesn't cave. Most people get bought off by now. So (laughs) the bottom line is, until the Democratic Party separates themselves from the socialist, then how can you have any trust or value what the Democrats say? And the socialists, there's some of them who are bona fide, really believe in socialism, think it's going to work, said, I just want to be there to say, I'm the one that provides this. There's your problem. They want to say, I provided that when they steal the money from taxpayers and, and let people say, I provided that. But the trouble with this with socialism, we've said it before, there are those in the socialist movement and communist movement who know if America goes bad broke, if we nosedive down in debt that we can never recover, then there'll be a revolution and they think they'll be in charge. That's the closest way they can ever make it happen. Make the people so miserable, they finally go into revolution and get rid rid of the Constitution of the United States of America. That's what a lot of these socialists want to do. And they're using people who really think there's good things out there and they're really helping people. And in fact, what they're doing is destroying the greatest nation on earth. And we can not see a better example than looking at the supply chain train wreck right now with Joe Biden. He's caused it. The leftist policies have caused it. His we got inflation spiking because we did away with our energy plan under Trump. We did away with our illegal immigration plan under Trump, which was working beautifully. And they may, the Biden may administration may eat crow and reinstate the Trump uh, illegal immigration policy to keep remain in Mexico. If you're going to apply for asylum, now we're just letting everybody in. By the hundreds of thousands, giving them a slip saying you may need to see us in court, knowing good and well they'll never see us in court. And I heard Newt Gingrich say it earlier on the show when we were playing that clip from the Laura Ingram show. And he said that we got American citizens basically saying we're second class citizens. There's no first class citizens, it's just illegal immigration status if you're an illegal immigrant you don't have to get vaccinated you don't have to show proof that you're vaccinated you can go anywhere you want to you fly you found id you don't have to show your id to fly we've seen that over and over wow this is the america we're living in the socialists are in control and it's time to wake up 
and say, we are going to stand up for America, American values, the U.S. Constitution. And it's time to do it, folks. It's time to do it. So get out there, and if, <laughs> if nobody's running against a Democrat, you run. There should be no Democrat that doesn't have a hard battle, and they, they all need to be thrown out on their ears. And there's some rhinos I don't like. But right now, we've got to get together because the socialists have taken over. They are in control of the American government. And everybody's hurting. And you got Putin and you got China, President Xi of China, looking at Taiwan, licking his chops because he knows how weak Biden is. Putin knows how weak Biden is. Little rocket man in North Korea knows how weak Biden is. And can we stay out of a war? Weakness invites the... It invites those who want to hurt America to actually act. So please, for our children's and our grandchildren's sake, stand up, Joe Biden. St turn your policies around. I mean, if you reinstate the Remain in Mexico policy for illegal immigration, then just look what Trump did and copy everything that Trump did. And get rid of these stupid socialist programs you're trying to pass through Congress. Just stop them. Just stop them. Just say no, Joe. <laughs> Biden supplying, Biden supply chain train wreck. I'll say it again. Biden supply chain train wreck. It's destroying America. And it's time to stand up and say enough is enough. God bless you. God bless America. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.